Insurance is illogical unless one lives in an irrational setting that is an environment in which insurance is uh, necessitated or makes sense. Most people do have insurance, even Christians buy insurance. It may be correct to say it is Christians more than others who own insurance because uh, Christians tend to be more self-sufficient and they try to be responsible. If the truth was known, it is Christians more than any other that ought to um, eschew the use of insurance. In Christians ought not to need insurance. And in fact, the Bible in many places tells us not to worry about tomorrow. It tells us not to be saving up um, wealth and so on to protect us from what we can't protect ourselves from. And yet we persist in buying insurance. And this is because what we have is at risk. Living in this world makes or puts us at risk. Now, not everyone has insurance. Not everyone needs insurance. Not everyone has the ability or the facility to own insurance. It's not available in the sense that we understand tribes, some religious groups, and those that have nothing that is scarce don't have insurance and don't see the need for insurance. Tribes and um, some religious groups don't face the same kind of risk. They don't have the problem with replacing what they lose. Perhaps it's not scarce or the tribe is insure. If we lose something, if our house burns down or our burn, uh, barn burns down, the group or the tribe replaces this or helps us replace it. Scarcity imposes the need for insurance. Scarcity creates its own risk because if something is scarce then the possibility of losing it creates a higher risk. But things are scarce primarily because of choices. If something can be insured, it can be replaced. If we need insurance to have it replaced, it is because of the choices that are being made. In other words, if we can insure our house, and by insuring our house we can have it replaced, then the fact that it is at risk of being lost and by being lost, not being replaced if lost, it seems to me that the risk we face is more from the attitude of our neighbors than from the uh, events that could impact our life. And by this we mean if a tribe is insured, 
because the member can replace what he loses or have what he loses replaced because of the environment he is in in which a loss is seen as a community event then the problem is not the event but the perception the choices we make so let's try and simplify this the choice we have can be divided between love or greed if we love one another we'll help one another and the losses that people experience will be seen as a community loss as be a loss of part of the body but if we are not in compassion with others then that loss will not be seen to involve us even though the community itself is impacted a house burning down can have a huge impact on the neighborhood if the neighborhood burns down the specific losses are still individual but the neighborhood it de is devastated so we see that if a neighborhood is lost it's a neighborhood problem it's a problem of the community but we don't see this all the time when it's a loss of the individual though at times when the person does not have insurance there is a rallying around and the community does attempt to help with the replacement what we have to ask then is the loss of a person seen as an opportunity to help or an opportunity to gain when they lose something do we say to ourselves wow this is an opportunity for me to extend my helping hand to this person or do we say this is a good chance for me to sell my labor sell my services sell my product now insurance assumes that the latter is the case that when a house burns down the neighbors will only rally around in sense of being a marketing opportunity not as a neighborly or a Christian opportunity not that the former doesn't happen but this is not what the insurance adjusters assume so how can we mitigate against risk without insurance well what is insurance but a pool of wealth administrated by the insurance um, broker we pool our resources in case of loss the insurance broker collects the premiums and access the allocator of the funds as they are needed the adjuster but in the end what is happening except that a community is coming together to ensure everybody can have their loss replaced and yet they don't trust one another to actually replace the loss if we had perfect trust if we trusted our neighbor if we loved 
our neighbor as herself and we trusted each other, there would be no need for insurance because a loss would be seen as an opportunity. And we would come together and replace what is lost because if we can replace what is lost through the use of money through the market, we can replace it through the church. And the church is people helping one another and we can have and should have an accountability in our helping and our receiving. But the key is that we are helping us, the body of Christ. We are doing works in faith. And this works in faith is faith in each other. Because we can't have faith in Jesus if we don't have faith in the body of Christ through which he works. And so insurance is a measure of the lack of faith we have in Christ. Because if we had faith in Christ, we would have faith in each other. If we had faith in each other, we wouldn't need insurance because we would have our faith in the love of one another that brings us together and helps us to see the loss of one as the loss of all and it's something to be replaced. Now this poses a problem for the church because we have insurance because we don't trust one another. If somebody loses their house or suffers another kind of loss, we might say, yes, we will rally around and contribute our labor or money or other resources to replace the loss of our neighbor. But if we've um, dedicated our surplus to caring for others and loving one another, what happens when we suffer the loss? Do we trust others to similarly rally around? And this is a problem not just in the absolute sense of if I lose my little house Will I get it replaced after helping my neighbor replace their gigantic house, their 30,000 square foot house? Where is the equity or the equality? And so this becomes a problem of accountability. And how do we administrate this? Because if we leave it to each person to work in accordance with their conscience, conscience we fear that we are going to be shortchanged. So the insurance company 
access a go-between between the ones providing the premiums and the ones accessing the benefits in times of loss. But the church is the environment or the institution that is set up to provide this kind of mediation between the giver and the receiver. To start with, the Christian needs to act out of love and compassion. So the impetus and the motivation of the Christian isn't to gain a profit. Our desire isn't to come out ahead. We want to help, but we don't want to be exploited by others. So we need an accounting. Insurance is only logical if and when there is no accountability between us and our neighbors. If our contribution is accounted for and if the contribution of our neighbors is accounted for and our withdrawals or access to benefits is accounted for then the need for insurance is eliminated. This accountability is what the church is about. So insurance, the need for insurance exists only outside of the church. And if there is a need for insurance, then the need is not within the church, but external to the church. So let's look at how the church ought to function. The church is an accounting. When we work in faith, we work in the belief that we will be cared for and that we are acting in a just environment. When we work in faith, we are working in the assumption we are working within the church and that our faith is justified. So we have to be working with other Christians and these Christians have to be in the church and they similarly have to be working in faith. And the faith is an expectation of a certain kind of behavior and e equality. We are brothers and sisters. We can't work in faith if we are not brothers and sisters be because we have to trust one another. But if we don't trust ourselves, how can we trust others? And how can we say we trust Jesus? So again, the existence of insurance is testimony to the lack of faith in one another. And our lack of faith in one another is an expression of our lack of faith in ourself. And if we don't have faith in ourself, then we can't really be trusting Jesus. It's all connected. But how can we trust if there's no accounting? And this is where the church comes in. We can't be accountable without the church and we can't have faith without accountability. So we are Im embedded in Babylon and we are finding it impossible to trust one another because we're embedded in Babylon 
and because we're embedded in Babylon we don't create the church because the faith isn't there to create it this might seem like a paradox and it is without Christ but in Christ all things are possible if we start with two or three people pledged to trust one another and be accountable to one another which is how the church ought to be established we can see the need for accountability and to gain this or acquire this accountability we have to have an account the church is represented by a ledger and the members by accounts so when we help someone we are given credits and when we accept help we are debited the value of what we give or get and so on the larger scale in where a house is lost the members of the church contribute each what they can and are credited and the recipient of the help is debited and so the credits equal the debits and even though the recipient may have a huge debit this is not an interest-bearing loan it's simply the recognition that the church assisted a member and the member being accountable to the church is in a position where he can help others because he has received help so in this way the church remains accountable the members are accountable to each other and we can give as we are able because this is a credit that we can um, call on and we don't need insurance and we don't need money or uh, domestic currency because we can use the debits or credits if I can go to the store with units of the domestic currency and buy goods and services I can just as easily go to the store owned by a Christian brother or sister or by the that's owned by the church and get goods and services or what I need on the basis of credits and my account is debited for what I take and the store is credited and so the store has credits to purchase more product and that's how the economy ought to work but it needs the church it needs the love of brothers and sisters serving Christ and the work of building and replacing loss is a work done in faith and the faith is justified because we know the uh, work is accounted for it's recognized and so we have faith because we have trust in each other because we know by the accounting that we will be also able to call on the help of our brothers and sisters and all it uh, requires is for us to trust one another to have faith and without the faith we don't have the church 
and we don't have the trust all it takes is the church because the church is a system of accountability in which we can trust only through trust can we eliminate insurance and only in trust can we come together as a church but we need the church to eliminate insurance and only within the church and within the body of Christ can we see insurance for the irrational response to risk that it actually is.